Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on the video games. Alright, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Patrick. And that's our sound guy, Joe. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, I stole your line for a bit. I just want to do it for a second. Evil. Yeah. How have we been doing? How have we been doing? It's been great. Yeah? I'm really excited for today's episode. I, I'm just, oh boy. Oh boy. I, I can I can tell you're excited because you're like glowing. You're ecstatic about. Oh, yeah. yeah. You look like a pregnant <laughs> lady in here. <laughs> so, Jared, tell yeah. us what we're talking about today. Okay. We are going to wrap up our like little, I guess, mini-series and going to finish this off with the Star Wars sequels, Episode 7, 8, and 9. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what everybody is saying about these movies. I like them a lot. So you want to know how I feel about these movies? <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Let's because I'm sure game. you're just ex- excited to let's, tell me. Let's get into our game. Okay. So uh, this game... It's sequel memes. You already know how it goes, right? Yeah. Um, I give I give a line from the movie that became a meme, and you guess who said it. You guys ready for this one? Sure. You know, Go ahead. real talk, I don't think I know that many lines when it comes to the sequels. We'll, we'll get the to others. that. We'll get to that. All right. First one. I want to be free of this pain. I want to be free of this pain. Oh, this is Kylo, Kylo Ren, episode right seven? Right before, yeah, he says it twice. Right before he's about to kill Han. Spoiler. Major five, spoilers. Oh, I mean, and <laughs> he also says it again in Rise of Skywalker when he's like, "You know what? Screw the dark side. Yeah, they, they don't have good cookies." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we got uh, the garbage. We'll do the garbage. Oh, Ray talking about the Falcon in Episode Seven. Still, yeah, on Jakku. And uh, that's it for my game. The garbage will do. No, that's we'll so, no, that's it for my. I I was only able to find like that were on repeat and wasn't just like one off memes. I was only able to find. Two memes that were actually from the movie. All the rest of the memes are just like either from other Star Wars movies or it's just like just ben other memes or it's Ben Swolo. But uh, <laughs> there was not a lot of just memes from the movie. Really? Not and even? that's how I feel about these movies. They just, they just aren't that great. But are they fine? They're fine. Wait. You're telling me that there's no memes about, you know, I can take what I want. I didn't find really? any. Really? I didn't find any. That's I spent like, 15 minutes going through the sequel memes Reddit. Oh, man. Because that's like one of the most red flag lines in at least episode seven for me. And there's nothing. For, that's crazy. But I do I do think that the amount of memeage of like a franchise gets <laughs> kind of determines like how well received or not it is. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It develops a community. Yeah, yeah, it gets, it has everybody, like, it's a thing that everybody can get behind, like, we can all make fun of, but, like, in a good way. And the prequel memes were very aware of that. Yes. Yeah. Lots of prequel memes. Yeah, because it's good, but you can still make fun, you still have a lot to work with making fun of it. Right. Uh, Let's, I want to get all the grapes out of the way, or at least my grapes. Grapes? That's, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> Are you sure? You I have. I I know grapes? exactly what I said. I have three things out of the entire three grapes. Yes, I have three grapes out of the entire uh, sequel trilogy that I just absolutely hate, or not hate, but like at least really dislike. And and that is one for each movie. For Episode Seven, 
I felt that it's a little bit too fast-paced when it comes to character character introductions. You know, it's just like boom, boom, boom. You know, at least in the first twenty minutes of the film, we already see Poe, Finn, Ray. Like, you know, which it's not that big of a deal, but like, I, I, it's just like a small little critique for me. Overall, I think Episode Seven is the best out of the the, th- the three, in my opinion, my personal favorite out of, out of these three. Well, it is just a copy of Episode Four. You know what? I have something to say about that. But for Episode Eight, the biggest grape I have with this movie too is, much red. No, the red. Not. Nah, I, I thought. I think the. It the hurt whole, my eyes in the theater. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, that's fair. When they were in the throne room scene. Oh, oh, that okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But then, like the that stunt guys up. in the throne room scene were hilarious. If you like watch that scene again and you look, pay attention to the background, yeah, all the stuff like there, every now and then there's a stunt guy who's kind of just like watching, <laughs> and then like there's sometimes where like somebody will swing and it'll be kind of near them but not really because right. it was mainly directed towards someone else and they'll go and fly back or whatever. Right. And you're just like, come on. <laughs> but the main th- main problem I have with episode eight is, you know how, uh, Admiral Holdo was not explaining her plan to anybody in the entire resistance and that's what led to Poe um, creating a mutiny in the resistance why didn't she just say hey we're just gonna go to this planet and like sneak sneak to this planet you know why why couldn't Holda just explain what the heck was going on and Joe and I were having like a fight about this yesterday while re-watching uh, while well, I was rewatching this, uh, I asked him, okay, why didn't Holdo, you know, the same question, why didn't Holdo just explain the plan? Joe said, Well, I said that she kept it ambiguous, not just for Poe, but for the for the watchers, because in the very beginning of the movie, I, be- I firmly believed there's a subplot of, yo, there's a spy on the Resistance ship. They're, they're feeding the First Order our location. Right. I firmly believed that. And that is why, and it was implied that it was Holdo herself. Right. That she was a, 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 a spy or whatever you'd like to call it, a leaker. But. It's not there. It's not, that's not true. That's like a weird Mandela effect type of thing that I was re-watching episode eight for this exact purpose. Because every other time I watch this, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember a spy being talked about or anything. Like the closest thing is uh, the mastered codebreaker with the red palm plume or DJ or whatever, right? As thieves or, you know, whatever. I I was sitting with Joe, re- rewinding and playing the exact scenes where we would think they would be talking about, like a spy, not there. There's no mention of a spy in the entire film, so that whole weird thing, that's like fake, because it's not even Joe who who like told me that, because I, I believed him, you know? Before I rewatched it, I believed him. And even like my first showing or my first viewing of this film with like my parents and stuff, I remember in the card right back where we were talking about it, I asked my stepdad, wait a second, why, why didn't just hold to explain it? My stepdad was like, oh, because there, there was a spy. And I'm like, where did you get that from? Hmm. I don't understand. There's no, 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 there's like no reason for Holdo not to say anything. You know, that's, that's like really bad leadership. Well, but I mean, I but can, I can understand. I can understand. Yeah, there could be, but there's there's nothing said about it. You know, the 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 closest thing is when uh, Poe was like, Holdo, I'm relieving you of your duty. You are a traitor to this resistance, and blah 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 blah, because you're not telling us what's going on. We're abandoning ship. That's all because Holdo was like, 
you know what? I'm going to keep this to myself. I'm not going to tell my crew what's happening. That's very, very bad leadership and very bad writing. And that's like the main thing that I hate about that movie just because well, it makes no sense. Talk about bad writing for that movie. You know uh, what? <laughs> Finn, Finn's whole arc with uh, what's her name? Rose. 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 Entirely unnecessary. You know what? To, I, to, I, the, to, the, to the main plot of the movie? Not, not really. Need, that that could have spent more time developing the main right. plot of the movie. There's <laughs> See, there's that's another point that I want to bring up. But for my last grape about episode nine, it's... So just to pre- just to preface this episode, <laughs> where do I say this? How I haven't I watched this? episode nine because I gave up hope after episode eight. Wow, <laughs> wow, there's really? No, there's no new hope. It's all gone. Okay. <laughs> See, my my only problem with episode nine is the kiss between Kylo and Rey. I heard a lot of people had problems with that. There was no reason, in my opinion, for them to kiss. If anything, for any relationship that was being built up is to somewhat romantic, it would be, in my opinion, Ray and Finn, not Kylo and Ray. With Kylo and Ray, I feel like it's a whole different dynamic than romantic. That kiss, for me, totally uncalled for. It had no place. Their relationship building up to that climactic part of the movie, of the entire trilogy, I don't believe it led anywhere to a kiss, maybe a hug. Okay, they're friends now. They're both light side. I don't know, man. Didn't you feel all those hot emotions going on back and forth? They weren't good emotions, but they were emotions, and that <laughs> yeah. could lead to something. During all those Force times, you know, FaceTime, but with the Force, that's right. what they did. Right. All episodes seven. Right. <laughs> and well, episode, uh, eight, rather. Well, <laughs> she used her Force time to look at Ben Swallow. They're just... Yeah. Hulking over. Yeah. She's like, mm. oh man. Yeah. Those are my those are my biggest problems with this entire trilogy, and not not to mention the fact that Adam Driver, I don't think he's, I don't think him like looking at his face doesn't really fit Kylo Ren for me. Does that make sense? I think that's just a you thing. It is yeah. just. I know it's just I think a me he carried thing. Carry this franchise. Okay. And Mark Hamill, of course. Okay. And Leia. So the the reason why I say that because when Ky- Kylo first took off his helmet to, on you know in front of Rey, I was like, wait a second, this guy, he doesn't look like a he doesn't look like what he would be exactly under the mask, but that that's that's what plays teenager. into yeah that's what just plays into the character like just just a kid in a mask trying to be something that he's not or whatever you know it's like I get it but I just uh, he wants I don't know. to be like the he wants to be a Vader ba- like he wants the to be his grandpa. Killer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> now, can I talk about my grapes? Yeah, please. Hi. So I only watched episode <laughs> seven and episode eight. So Oof. these grapes are not fully encompassing. Episode seven really just felt like a copy of episode four. Right. I mean, it kind of has the same story arc and with like a few kind of diverging places in the plot. Right. But it just felt it just felt like episode four. And then I think that's kind of what they're going for because I mean it is just like a safe bet. Kathleen Kathleen Kennedy, the um, the uh, what was it the president, the CEO of Lucasfilm, has stated that Star Wars, at least the the Skywalker saga, rhymes. So the same type of beats that were taken in episode in the original trilogy were taken in the sequels. So it rhymes, air quotes. That's that's what she said. So that's like her excuse. I don't, for this, I, sure, but like, yeah, m- make it different. 
Right, right. Oh, <laughs> Don't just... make it this mm. person got information. Let's uh, th- make it all centered around information and then Death Star. Right. Or Death Star copy. Whatever. Right. <laughs> it's the Death Star, but bigger. But, but bigger. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay, okay. It's like the third time we get to see something like this. Come on, man. Yeah. I, I honestly wouldn't have been surprised if episode nine was just like we got another Death Star, one. but even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> A whole fleet of the- actually that was it. Whole fleet of Death Stars. Death but yeah. Star Destroyers. Yeah. Yeah, which was something. And then uh so that was my biggest gripe with episode seven. Yeah. Other than that, we didn't really have too much problems with episode seven. So I was pretty hopeful if they like, okay, so episode seven they know succeeded. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can take episode eight in a good direction. Mm-hmm. Then they have what I talked about earlier with the the Pl- whole plot thing that just didn't really need to be there. The C plot. Right. The, yeah, C, the plot. C plot. Which right. is like, I, I I hate C plots in movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. get, out, get l- l- I I come to a movie to focus on one plot. Maybe, maybe a second plot. Yeah. Maybe, but like, I like that, a nice sec- side plot. But that second plot kind of ties into the main plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this side plot didn't even tie into the main plot. Right. It was, I just didn't like it. And then so there's that. And there's also... I, I watched a video kind of critiquing it, and there was this part of it where it was the, the guy's talking about it. It's like literally, so at the very end, she uses like light speed to cut through Death's yeah. or Star Destroyer or whatever. Which is super cool, which is mind super, you. It's super cool. looks super great. But then they were kind of just like, but wouldn't this, if this was something people knew they could do, yeah, wouldn't it just be common practice to make a ship full of droids and send yeah. it straight through an army? Yeah. One ship of droids killing an entire army. Yeah. And that's where, I, like, I heard that and I was like... That's fair, but they well, justify in episode nine, uh, in the final, like, attack, Poe, or, like, some rebels, like, why don't we pull some holdover maneuvers, mm-hmm. you know? And then Poe's like, that's shot, that plan's only one in a million shot or whatever, you because know? Because the, the First Order ships, Snoke's big boomerang-shaped ship <laughs> and all the Star Destroyers behind it, yeah. they didn't have their shields up because... What? Why would they? Because uh. it's just one little stu- stupid Monto Cal- Calamari <laughs> ship, and it's it can't fire that bat that much. Yeah, I at just, it. But now that it's a possibility, they're like, you know what? Let's just have our shields up and all the time. Screw that plan. I just found yeah. Lightspeed to be such a silly little plot device throughout the movies, or at least the movies I watch. In episode seven, right. it's like, how are we gonna get into this giant Death Star thing that has a barrier shield or whatever? Lightspeed. Light speed. Yeah. How are we going to take care of these ships that are chasing us and we're in uber danger? Light speed. Light speed. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, it's like the ex machina of Star Wars is light speed. Right. <laughs> but I do, I do appreciate um, them taking it like a, a step further because in, in episode eight, uh, like they said, uh, hyperspace tracking wasn't a thing. <laughs> That's how the rebels were always able to escape. That's how Han Solo always escaped the Empire in like the original trilogy, for example. But like now they've oh, they've done the impossible. They've done the impossible, you know. Like it's it's something, you know. It's like something different, something new in some aspects, you know. It's like, oh, the the first order has the resistance now. Checkmate. Nah, not not just yet. Not just yet. Not just yet. But <laughs> I get. Yeah. No, it's, I get it. Just, but it's you just do all things that like pulled me away from the movie. You and do then have the a last point. thing. That was like a big one for me. Yeah. I don't maybe maybe people can justify it, but for me it was very much just like uh was uh when Leia basically died <laughs> but then had super super force powers which oh. has never been seen with anyone before and she doesn't train okay. in the force, so it doesn't make sense and then she just goes like Wait, hold on. I'm out of ship. Hold on. Time to go back into ship. Did you say that she wasn't trained in the force? 
She wasn't. She wasn't really like trained. Trained. Okay. Course. I got. Okay. Hold on. I have, I have a little bit to say about that. Uh, I remember going like bef- when episode eight was first released. My my family and I were getting ready to go to the theaters. You know, first showing, early showing, and my stepdad and I were talking. We we're in, we were like since. Uh, Carrie Fisher recently died before this movie came out. Right. We both said to each other, we know for sure she's going to die. That Leia is going to die in this film. There's no way that she's not going to be able to. We already saw Han Solo die. So we're going to have, we're going to see Carrie Fisher die. And throughout the entire film, they were teasing it. They really shocked me uh, with that first scene right in space. And I think it was like, like a troll move to have yeah, her survive that. They were just like, <laughs> actually, you're wrong. But I thought it was pretty cool. Like throughout this entire trilogy, you get to see new force powers uh, that we haven't seen before, and that's a good example and right she's, there. She's I, the kid of the chosen one, dude. Yeah. Of course, she's gonna do some ridiculous crap. And she got training by Luke Skywalker after Episode Six, of course. You know? Uh, yes, training to be able to survive space. Hey, man. The force works in mysterious ways. It does. No. It does. I the just don't like that they killed Admiral Akbar. I know in that, that was part. so sad. I think Holdo could have been replaced by Admiral Akbar. Oh, that would have been so cool. Been funny, but yeah. See more Akbar. I would have loved that actually. I would love to see more Akbar. Oh man, but yeah, that was so sad. Yeah. All the people that we love are just. That kind of brings into what I. The only thing I dislike about the main series, the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Is I don't think they treated characters all that well. I don't Ooh. think I don't think Ooh, they, I know where you're going with this. Let's talk about I, it. I don't think Finn they really could have made Finn into something great. Yeah. They could have made him into a Jedi, given right. him a, a a sweet green lightsaber. Mm. It would have been him and Ray. Mm. That could have been a good thing. But they just didn't. Mm-hmm. They spent the first movie hyping him up. Mm-hmm. He's a good character in the first movie. Yeah. Then we just don't see him that much. He wields Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. And he stands his own against Kylo. Ben Swolo. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, by episode eight, he's just going after Ray. He just cares about her. Right. Nothing else. There's no other motivation for him. There's no other like background other than oh, I was first order. I know how this works. Yeah. And then in episode nine, he only has, I think, twelve minutes of screen time. Okay. I but feel like, like they could have done more with him. And they could have done like I don't know some some be- some uh, Han Solo shenanigans where it's like oh, I'm super great with a ship or like his own personal thing like I'm super good with a blaster or something. that was his thing that was that was getting to like what he was starting to like master of yeah you know? but imagine imagine if like by the last movie right. he had like a jetpack and like a mm. machine gun blaster sure. and flying around like blasting dudes. sure that would've been great to see I mean he did lead that assault on the ground assault on the star destroyer in episode nine which was I, I thought it was pretty freaking that was cool, cool. I thought yes. it was pretty freaking cool but about characters I think they add uh, throughout the entire trilogy I think they add a lot of side characters. For apparently no reason to just just for the sake of having new characters, just like to throw them away, like Rose. Yeah, exactly like Rose. Freaking uh, Dio in Episode Nine, the new droid. Like what? What's purpose did he have? Cute. Barely little. Yeah. See, one thing. Sales. One thing about this trilogy. Are we talking BB-8? No, no, no. There's like a new droid in Episode Nine that has like a little wheel thing. He's he's like on a unicycle with a cone head. His name is Dio. It's voiced by J.J. Abrams, oh. actually, but. Oh. One thing this entire trilogy like falls prey upon is like the new way 
filmmaking is being done with these big old franchises. For example, the uh, the biggest like uh, franchise that's at fault with this is Marvel, because the main thing or one of the main things selling points in Marvel films is references, Easter eggs to comics and and other films and and whatever. Right? That's exactly what they do at least in Episode Nine mainly. Uh, that there's just a lot of references, a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of callbacks, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just not enough of its own original thing. Does that make sense? Well, mm-hmm. yes and no. I think I think the Marvel movies, like, as, as, critical, as, I, I, as critical as I was with a lot of them growing up, I, some of the Marvel movies are solid pieces of Oh, yeah, that's not – I'm not arguing about like, that. Not the, at all. I love them They're, they're reference – like, sure, they reference stuff, but they also – turn their reference material into its own exactly. Sort of story. Exactly. That's what differentiates Marvel and like the new Star Wars film. Because the new, uh, at least for episode nine, because that's the biggest uh, one at fault with this. J.J. Abrams was like playing it super safe when it comes to, you know, just putting everything in a nice little bow, putting all the references there so all the old fans can love it or whatever. You know, it's it just having references for the sake of references. Oh, yeah. Does well, that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get I that. I like the, the Jedi's at the end, the voices of all the Jedi. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. freaking awesome. I don't. I think oh. that was perfect. I can't think of another. I can't think of a like little Easter egg reference that you're talking about here where it didn't fit. Okay. I can't really think of See, one thing. So I didn't watch episode nine. So right. let me ask you guys this: Sorry. How do you feel about Palpatine? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> See, okay. See, that's 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 one example. There. That's one example. That's like a very cheap cop out. As to have like, oh, you know what? It's actually Palpatine this entire time. Yeah, he learned everything from Darth Plagueis. He was he was Snoke. He was controlling Snoke. Oh my God! It's you know like again, nice little bow. I think it's all right for like a big climactic ending. Yeah, Palpatine was the big threat throughout the entire Skywalker saga. Okay, you know it'd been great. You know it'd been a great Star Wars dynamic we haven't seen in movies yet. Kylo just killed the master. Yeah. Right. We pretend Palpatine yeah, doesn't exist. What does the process become of him becoming Sith Lord? Right. Right. That would have been a really fun. That's what arc. Siths do. That would. Have been, and then who becomes the apprentice? He try to get Ray to become the apprentice. Yeah. Those. How does this whole Sith? How does Kylo take the Sith Lord thing? Right. But no, instead they're like, ah, oh, that's difficult plot. Let's just Palpatine's here. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. And I yeah. haven't even watched the movie, so I could be wrong. But yeah. that's what it felt like just that's like fair. from what people talked about the movie. That's fair. No, I totally agree with that. It feels like just an easy cop out to avoid a difficult story scenario. Yes. yes. Because already Star Wars fans are like, it's not like the original trilogy, so I'm not going to watch it or whatever, you know? So that's what. I guess J.J. Abrams and um, this other guy uh, who did Episode 8, like, try to Ryan do... Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, excuse me. Thank you. Like, they try to stay very close. Yes, it rhymes, but it doesn't have to be so close to the same formula. <sighs> I really like the music. I yes. feel like the visuals <laughs> carried that. I, I like the visuals. Yes. The visual, if you're okay with watching a movie just because the visuals are stunning... Oh, my God. You'll like this, this series. Oh, my God. The, the like, Ice Planet Episode 9... Like the glacier looking, it was so cool. I like how they do it. Like you mean Exegol? No, 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 no. Like in in the very beginning of the film. Oh, it's like an asteroid where the guy's like, "Yo, you got information for yeah, me?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it looks like a glacier, right? Yeah. Like an iceberg or whatever. And and I like how the top part looks like, like it is casting a reflection, just like in real world 
You know? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Am I making yeah. sense? Well, stuff it like just that looks is, so cool. I feel they can't get wrong with how much money they throw into right. these movies. Like, VFX is always going to look good if you have the money to make it look good. Yeah. But I, like, I'm pretty sure ELM still did uh, the, the sequels, and they, they're they amazing. Music's going to always be good if John you're Williams. able to find a good... Yeah, find the good composer. Yeah, John Williams still works mm-hmm. on uh, these movies, too. My favorite piece of music uh, is... Uh, for sure, Ray's theme. As presented in Force Ep- Awakens for the yeah. first time. In episode seven. I think it like really catches her character well because the, how it starts with these little notes. So it's mysterious. Like, it's like mysterious and yet quirky and like happy <laughs> type quirky. of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like very there's like a lot of curiosity in this. And there and Ray, she's very inquisitive. She has like she she's always known like she's been waiting for something else to happen or, or does that make sense yeah, yeah. i just feel like it, it connects with her character a lot and i just love it it also did hit on the star wars notes the classic yes dun, 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 dun. yeah i love that part i love that part great you know? musical trills there yeah i think john williams did himself with that yeah that piece for a character theme to be completely honest that's like the only other piece that i memorize that i, I can tell the difference of other than like kylo ren's theme and Kylo Ren's theme is not all that great to me, in my opinion. Yeah. I'll take... I don't even remember what it exactly was. Exactly what I mean. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. I don't know, but... The one piece of music I always come back to when I'm talking about the sequel trilogy is the trailer music for Rise of Skywalker. Ooh. Are you Ooh. all ready for Star Wars or some Star... Star Wars? <laughs> some starry Star Wars music? <laughs> yeah. And this, this wasn't in the film. Yeah, it was not in the film. And this wasn't in the film? No. I remember hearing this. This was banger. Trailer. Yeah. And it's just so, like, epic. Like, it really comes to, like... I guess I can see why. Because it's very much like, ha-ha, Star Wars theme. This is the end of the saga, yeah. And that's, like, the biggest selling point. Yeah, but they're not going to end Star Wars. Well, of course, the, not. the Skywalker the main series. Saga. This they're, is the end of the Skywalker like, saga. Hey, it's the it's Star Wars sequel, sequel. <laughs> <laughs> and then Baby Yoda will show up, right? Oh, have you seen? Never mind. <laughs> have you seen an episode nine? No, <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Oh, I feel like we've been hating a lot. On, I really like the films though. On this, but it's I just they were okay. There are so many good things about this film. But I don't think those good or these films, excuse me. But I don't think it really is outweighed that much about like what could have, what it could have been. Does that make sense? It's everybody has this grand vision yes. of what Star Wars is. The original trilogy was great. The prequels had some criticisms, but everyone still enjoys them. Yes. And then the sequels came out, and a lot of people just didn't really click with it. True. And I don't. Th- I even think a lot of people weren't even trying to be as critical. Yeah. As they were, but it just there there was a lot to be critical about, which is yes. just unfortunate. And I think that also has to do with like the different directors. Like, not always, not seeing eye to eye, Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams, you know. Because, again, I don't hate these movies at all. I really, really enjoy them a lot for their own merits. But it's just, like, one little thing in each movie that's, like, not it for me. Again, Episode 7, by far my favorite out of this trilogy. Not saying that Episode 8, you know, The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker were not good. I thought what they did and what they tried to do was awesome. The new Force powers, like... The new mental way of Luke 
saying the Jedi must end or whatever. You know, that was crazy when if, when we were first hearing it in the trailers. The rise of Skywalker, who could have been talking about? You know, I thought it was great. You know, the actual reveal of Rey being a Palpatine, I thought was awesome. One last thing I just want to say. Is that what it was? Yeah, Rey's a Palpatine. Oh. Right? Uh. One, a thing about that, I know. I have a granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wrap this up really quickly, but I just want to say that one little dynamic that I love in this entire trilogy is between about Rey and Kylo is Kylo's a descendant from Skywalker descendant from the light side but he's trying to be the dark and Rey is descended from the dark side trying to be the light you know it's this whole like yin yang type of thing going on and I really enjoy that it rhymes it rhymes I love these films regardless I don't care what anybody else says yes every film has their problems even the original trilogy has their own problems but I still like this film like these films, nonetheless. What about you guys? I do too. I think they're okay. They're they're pretty good to rewatch. It's not yeah. like I'm not I'm not gouging my eyes out when yeah. I'm rewatching it. They're not bad. They're just not as good as they could have been. <laughs> That's how I feel. All right, is that where we want to end off? Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Well, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. Also, follow, subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That will be lovely. Make sure to tune in to Eagle Radio on the Life365 app. And we'll catch you on the next one. May the Force be with you. Always. Yeah, that's 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 definitely how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs>